Good morning. It's September 7th. It is the first day of school in New York City and a hot morning already. And this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. On the front of the New York Times, Biden prepares to tightly limit Alaska drilling, with the exception of the great big Alaska oil drilling project that he signed off on earlier this year. The new regulations, the Times reports, would prohibit drilling in 13 million acres of pristine wilderness in the National Petroleum Reserve in Alaska and cancel all drilling leases in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Next to that is an introduction to the U.S. et al. versus Google monopoly trial that opens next week in Washington, D.C. Maybe if Google gets in trouble for its efforts to make Google search the default search engine everywhere, it'll be forced to retool it into being a good search engine again. Obstetricians are leaving Idaho, the Times reports, or quitting their jobs there to avoid working under onerous abortion bans. All told, the story says, more than a dozen labor and delivery doctors, including five of Idaho's nine longtime maternal fetal experts, will have either left or retired by the end of this year. It's too played out and repetitive to even work as a punchline anymore, but the pro-life movement has successfully made it harder to carry a high-risk pregnancy, because that's not what it was ever about. The Times' investigation into groundwater depletion moves to Minnesota, where two years ago, during a drought, farmers collectively pumped at least 6.1 billion gallons more groundwater than allowed under state permits. Nearly one-third of that, the Times adds, was done by the R.D. Offit Farms Company to keep its potatoes plump and unblemished for McDonald's french fries, even as the neighbor's wells ran dry. Groundwater depletion is a great topic for the Times to go after, and a really infuriating one. If you're tired of feeling helpless in the face of the fossil fuel extraction, you can instead feel helpless at the spectacle of people wantonly pumping huge amounts of water out of the ground with no theory of how that supply might be replenished or what anyone's going to do once it's gone. In other news about people in the Midwest acting as if there are no possible limits to anything they want to do, the Times checks in on the ongoing effort of the Wisconsin Republican Party to nullify the Supreme Court election they just lost by floating the idea of impeaching the newly elected liberal justice on the court if she fulfills her campaign pledge to help rectify the flagrantly illegal gerrymandered maps that have given the Republicans control of the state. Those district maps have supplied the Republicans with the necessary majorities that they would need to impeach her. Removing a newly elected justice, the Times writes, could provoke a backlash in 2024 from Democrats and moderate Republican voters who abandoned the GOP during the Trump years. It could, but maybe not if the Republicans still control the maps. And there's something weird, not to tell anyone in Wisconsin what to do, about sticking with this electoralist framework to discuss what people should do about having their votes systematically discounted, canceled out, or ignored. Wisconsin Republicans really seem confident that they can continue disenfranchising people on a statewide scale, without those people ever turning to other means of bringing about change. How long can you laugh in people's faces about how their votes don't count before someone looks into alternative ways of changing who's in office? In the Inside Climate Roundup, flooding in Turkey, Bulgaria, and Greece has killed 14 people. Flooding in Brazil has killed 22. The heat advisory for New York City, which is extended by another day every day, now runs through 6 p.m. Friday. That's the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going, and we will talk again tomorrow.